Hey guys, welcome to episode 13. We are back and we are ready to present a beautiful podcast for you. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with Becca and I'm with Sarah. This is like the first episode we've recorded in a while where it's just been us and no one listening live. Yeah, we're back to the original trio. (laughs) Not that we don't like the people listening live. We just got used to fans. We're we're very Live popular studio audience. Well, I feel like our fans might be a little disappointed in us since we built up the last weekend of racing so much on many podcasts leading up to it. It was the Indianapolis 500 weekend as well as the Coca-Cola 600 weekend, and then no episode came out on Wednesday. No episode, the biggest weekend in racing. And why did no episode come out? Well, I blame it on the Coke. <laughs> What kind of Coke? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. The, the Coca-Cola 600. It was just so long. It was way too long. It didn't get done until like, what, 11.30? And some of us have an hour drive home. That would be each me. other's houses. And we were so tired and literally slap happy. Yeah, I'm not really sure how the episode would have turned out. It would have the, been bad. The status of us. Yeah, it would have been terrible. So If I remember correctly, the, the state of Sarah was... <laughs> Um, uncontrollable. <laughs> she was very drowsy and tired. It was a long day of racing. And goofy. And butter making. We were, we were very race, um, drunk, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, the Coca-Cola 600 was the longest race in NASCAR history. I don't even have it pulled up, but I want to say it was like six hours and something. Does that sound right? Yeah. Whatever it was, I'm just honored to be a part of that. And I got to witness history with my best buds. Yeah, we were part of racing history, so go us. Go us. And speaking of racing history, we're going to fast forward in the... No, we're going to rewind the day. I don't even know. Rewind. Rewind to our experience of the 106th running of the Indianapolis 500. So it is June 5th. The month of May is officially over. Sad. But it was a glorious month with a glorious Memorial Day weekend. It was. And race day. Race day. I mean, you guys want to talk about it? (laughs) Yeah, that was our main event on Sunday. We got together for that, and then we just got to have the bonus Coca Cola 600 after. And we even Sarah and I even like caught a little bit of Monaco, just a little bit, which was that's saying something. You guys watched F1? I was on in the background, did not watch it. Oh, from what I saw, they were delaying it because of rain and everybody was really mad and openly bashing their race control and i thought it was funny that's all i saw as well and then as soon as 11 o'clock hit everyone changed the channel to tune into indy 500 pre-race. and by everyone we mean everyone and there's really nothing like the indy 500 pre-race oh no it's lengthy that's for sure but there's just uh this awesome feeling about watching the pre-race uh watching the drivers come out they do invocation they do it's memorial day weekend so they do taps and the back home again indiana god bless america national anthem not in that order (laughs) start your engines and then it's go time going green historically it's a boring 100 laps to start and then the last 100 laps are kind of where the the action is um i think from the very beginning it was Scott Dixon's race to lose? Yep. Scotty D. Is that the phrase? To lose? Scott Dixon. Yeah, it was his race to lose. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> and he lost it on pit. Yeah. Uh, speeding on pit road, right? 
Hate to see it. Rookie mistake. I truly did hate to see it. Yeah. But I I'm also thinking about if Scott Dixon had won the race. It wasn't it would have been really a an race. eventful race. Yeah. yeah. That's true. I think I would have been happier than how it did turn out. I, I mean, sure, there was no passing for the lead, but there was a lot of action going on in the back. So it, I, I would argue that it still would have been a good race. Yeah, there was some passing. I mean, my driver, Alexander Rossi, passed 15 cars and nice. came in fifth, so that was cool. That is a great finish for yeah. him. Yeah. Connor led a lap or two. Sure did. We had the whole place jumping. Sarah actually had a moment of panic that she was going to have to get on a plane and fly to Indianapolis Very as, nervous as she promised in the Whew. episode prior to this one. But Connor, unfortunately, did not end ah. up victorious, but he did finish... Six or seven? Yeah, I think it, yeah, one of those. But either, I mean, I was proud just to just to witness it. I was really worried that Santino Ferrucci was going to win. Yeah, he was very more like Ferrucci. And I can't stand that man. This is something I enjoy about watching racing with these two. I, I always learn new drivers and new people who just cannot be stood. They just can't. <laughs> They just can't stand them. And it's always so fun for me to just, you know, see new drivers that I'm allowed to hate. And, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah. And we do hate him. Well, no if reason. He won, if he would have won, I would have never watched. I think I said it, I would have never watched the Indy 500 again. Which That's is super disrespectful. extreme. It's awful. It's rude. And he will never. I hope he never wins a race ever. Is he the one? Yeah. He's the one that's texting and driving? Something like that. Yikes. I would never do that. In the spirit of Top Gun, he's dangerous. Ooh. We'll get into Top but Gun But he did later. not win, so we can stop talking about him. Yeah, he did forever. not win. Unfortunately, Colton Herta did not win. Did um, he even race? He had a rough race. He got in the back and just never like was able to get his backup car to where it needed to be. Yeah. Joseph Newgarden had a rough race. I feel like something happened to him, and I never quite figured it out, but I think it was a slow pit stop. Don't what, quote that, me on that, but... Does he win the biggest disappointment of the day? I, mean, I just Scott, felt like he Scott was pretty disappointed. Yeah, yeah but I'd at least say, he performed. Like, I think Colton was disappointed. True, I think, but he had the I car think... to give him an excuse. Yeah. What Joseph was just kind of I don't know. I didn't see much from him. Me either. Not sure. But Marcus Erickson, he's a second time Indy Car winner now. Um, I don't remember where he won first. It might have been Detroit, but I'm not positive. But First time Indy 500 winner. I thought that was really cool to watch. It is cool to see. Mm -hmm. I feel like we always say that, like, even if you don't like who won or you're not a fan of who won, the the just the joy and the pride and like the excitement of it all, you can't help but like sit there and watch it and smile. Yeah, I you mean, know? even if shows... you're like that is my least favorite driver. Like when like when Simon Pagano won, we were like rooting for Rossi. You know, that was a hard right. loss for him. But like Simon gets up there and drinks the milk and pours it on his head and gets kissed and has the wreath. And you're like, yeah, like, that's really cool. That shows the magnitude of the race. Like, it's their dreams are coming true right on TV. And it's just really cool to see. And I thought he did a fabulous job dumping milk on himself. He did. He did so good. It looked incredibly refreshing. I think about that because the, that picture of the driver dumping milk is what's featured on the IndyCar ticket for the Indy 500 the following year. And I almost Does I'm always he have like, that in mind? Do, I don't know. Do you think he knows that? Well, I feel like they do because the drivers that pick whole milk 
do it for the picture. Like that's what you're supposed to do. If you oh. pick 2% or freaking almond milk or God forbid yeah. chocolate milk, like the picture's that would be wild. awful, you know? If you pick 2% or like skim milk, it's going to be so thin. It's going to look like water. You got to pick whole milk. Good job, Marcus. Way to go, Mark. You picked the right milk <laughs> and you won. <laughs> Better, more importantly, you won. Good job. So um, on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate the race, the Indy 500, the race? The race itself, I thought, was um, a lot of fun. It, um, I thought the the finish was cool, mm-hmm. especially because uh, Pato Award did had a ch- did have a chance yeah, like, to pass Marcus Erickson on like the last five laps or so. And IndyCar, sorry to cut you no, off. No, please. They did the right thing by red flagging the race. Was that the Indy Five Hundred? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so much in order to clean up Jimmy Johnson's mess. Uh, Good old Jim. And then allow for a restart, which made me incredibly nervous. But yeah. that was good racing. That's what um, IndyCar needed to do to kind of, I think, finish for the fans. And I think they did. And that's what won me the race. Just the excitement, the nerves. You could feel the tension in the room that we were just watching. Everyone just kind of stops talking. They're like kind of covering their faces. So they're not looking at anyone else. We're just zoned in on this finish. And it was just a super cool experience. So what did you give it? One Out of 10? 10? Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I wish Connor did a little better, let a couple more laps, but I'd give it an 8.5 out of 10. Okay, that's high. That I was is... going to say 6.5 what? until the very end, okay. the last two laps, 8.5. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was going to say somewhere in the 6 to 7 range as well. But you're right, after the red flag, and I agree with you. It was very the, exciting at the end. The aura of the, the room, it... the atmosphere is just like, oh my goodness, who's going to win the Indy 500? There's five laps to go. Like, like If you could bottle that adrenaline up and just put it away and just tap into it later... Like that, the adrenaline, it's just wild. Your heart's pumping. It's its a cool feeling, guys. I was successful. Do I wish that I was there? Of course I do. Of course. But it was a very um, cool thing to watch it with some friends and experience the 106th running. Um, before we go to the NASCAR side of things, I also just wanted to bring up two more IndyCar-related things. Do it. Um, Jimmy Johnson won the Rookie of the Indy 500 Award at the banquet on Memorial Day on Monday following the 500. Wow. Do you guys agree with that decision? Or do you believe that it should have been uh, someone else? Which I think would have been David Malukas, who was like the number, like he was the rookie to have passed the most cars on track Sunday. Malukas did that? He passed the most? I think if you're looking at that, he probably should have won. And he's going to win rookie of the year for the season. I don't, I don't know. Jimmy is that Johnson, set in Jimmy stone? Johnson, like, is that expected for him to win rookie yeah, of the season? He'll do it. Um, because Jimmy Johnson's not technically a rookie to right. the series anymore, so there's no shot for him to win that. I, I don't personally care that Jimmy Johnson won. He did lead <laughs> laps at his first yeah. Indy 500. I, he cool. did wreck out. I get that, but he wrecked out at the end. I don't know. I don't personally don't care who who wins that. I care about the season rookie of the year. Yeah, I think that's more of a you think that cool. plays into um, choosing the award? They know he's going to win the season rookie of the year, so they're, no, they lean it, more towards Jimmy but for I the think race. Jimmy was really hyped up, and he he probably was the rookie of the year. That he was the rookie that the most people talked about. He was yeah. the rookie that you know. I don't know. I mean, I he he led laps. I almost Whether, picked him to win the whole race, remember? Yeah, and he had a good race up until the end, and that's unfortunate. But yeah. I don't know. I don't. Everyone's like freaking out about it. And I think 
David Malukas will, will win Rookie of the Year for the season. David Malukas might win today's IndyCar race, friends. I just would like Ooh, you to know. I, I like disagree. I disagree with Sarah. I'm, I'm one of those people that was freaking out. Indy, uh, what's his name? Jimmy Johnson is no stranger to the Brickyard or uh, IMS or driving on this oval. I get it a different car. I think if you crash out of the race, you shouldn't even qualify to be Ooh. labeled Rookie of the Year at the 500. Um, I, I was looking back at the things. I think Scott McLaughlin won it last year um maybe not but scotty mac he had a great 500 last year as a rookie i just i i struggle with calling jimmy johnson a rookie yeah he has way too much experience and i get it he led laps and that's really awesome and i'm glad that he has that experience under his belt and he can say that he did it i just he didn't finish the race no matter how many laps were left and i i just don't know if i would call him a rookie per se Having said that, congrats, Jimmy. I'm really happy for you. Let's go, Jimbo. <laughs> I'm not. Do you think he'll be back next year with 500? Nah. Uh, yeah. Sure. His, okay. If his wife allows him to. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, but I didn't want to say it. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> um, and lastly, before we go into a different segment later about IndyCar picks for today, uh, I talked about this with Sarah all week because I was devastated for a little bit, but Alexander Rossi. My guy is oh. not going to drive for Andretti Autosport next season. He will not be in the Napa car. He will not drive the number 27, and I'm a little upset about it. However, I'm happy that he has signed with a new team, the Aero McLaren Schmidt Peterson Motorsports Group. That's a mouthful. Who knows who his sponsor will be? I said Mission Tortillas, but Sarah said I was wrong. I'm not sure. I don't even know really who their primary sponsors are over there. But he showed up to the press conference in Detroit this weekend with his new team shirt on. Um, I think it's a decision that he is happy with. Uh, it was weird that Andretti announced their driver filling the 27 car before Alex could announce that he was leaving or going to a different team. I think they did it because we already knew. I mean, that kind of shows their mindset to start with they were ready to get him out yeah. i think i'm i'm as much as i liked him driving for andretti i'm happy i think i think at the moment uh aero schmidt peterson aero mclaren schmidt peterson <laughs> is the best one of the best teams yeah. in the circuit right now and andretti sucks right now so i think it's good and I think he'll be successful there. And and I think he realizes that. I mm-hmm. think he's very excited for a new opportunity, new yeah, environment. I, I truly think he'll be good there. It sucks as fans because we have all this merch that says 27. I have a 98 shirt still. I okay? think I only have one shirt that says 27 on it. I've, but I've I, never... I, don't, I don't think it's something you got to get rid of. No, I but, won't get rid yeah, of it. That's... I mean, I have like generic Rossi merch. So. The consolation for me is it just says Napa Auto Parts on it. And my other driver in my other series also drives the Napa, Napa. car. So it's fine. Yeah, yeah I may be a little biased on the Napa. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it's a good opportunity. I'm excited. And I think it's just like fresh. It'll be fresh. And yeah, it'll be good. I agree. And I think he'll have a really strong season next year. And I think the rest of his season this year is probably not going to be good. Ooh, I disagree with you again. Well, maybe I don't disagree, but I hope that you're wrong. I hope that his season is good and that he finishes with this this team that let him go yeah. uh, really strong. And he's like, all right, guys, yep, see ya. He's and got then, something to prove Do you now. think they let him go? Because I think he left. No, I think he left. I do. But I want him to still be successful with that team before then stepping out and yeah. being like, this is what this is what you made me do. Like, I, I, yeah, a little momentum like running in a new team is cool. As much as I would like him to like have a strong end of the season like obviously i don't wish that he has a bad season right 
uh, I think it'd be so funny if like his season was crap for the rest of the season as it's been what, you, for the beginning you think he's of the just season. Gonna check out and... No, no, no. I don't think he's going to check out. But I, he, 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 they don't have good cars right now. Right. Except for like Colton Herta. They've clearly put their focus on one driver and they don't treat and create fair cars for everybody. Yeah. But um, I think it would be really funny if he had just like a horrible end of the season and then and next went year and like one i think he'll win the first race next year i'm calling Ooh. it now i truly think he'll win the first all right race next we're gonna year. we're gonna clip that and save that okay and i just think that would be really funny if like obviously it was so obvious he's a good driver and he was on a bad team i like that take i think i'm on board with you i, I like don't want to i don't know I, I, <laughs> I, right, I don't want the rest of his season to suck either but it sucked so far so what are they gonna change yeah yeah i mean the the best thing is we all get to look for new merch that's true. Yeah, us. And I like what you said, a fresh start too. I feel like there's just been some frustration on the Andretti team from like drivers, including Colton Herta and including Grosjean or whoever. I Guys, I do not remember the other guy's name. Every time I don't know it. That's fine. I have no idea who he is. Um, But Kyle Kirkwood is going to drive the number 27 Napa Auto Machine next year. Go off, Kyle. So good luck. And uh, we wish Rossi the Better luck uh, in his new Aero McLaren Schmidt Peterson team, where he gets to work with Robert Wickens. So that's pretty cool, too. That is cool. Well, we need to reflect on the 600, right? Yeah. Should we make it as long as the 600? Yeah, we should. A six and a half hour reflection. Buckle up, guys. You're going to be here a while. The fans would love that. The fans are listening. Well, you guys are going to love this. <laughs> So Coca-Cola 600, another awesome event. A lot of pomp and circumstance goes into that one as well. Yep. Four stages, a number of laps, 600 miles, six hours. Sarah and Heather made butter in like with 20 laps to go in a water bottle. It was delicious. I mean, I mentioned the the state of delusion we were in. Making butter. I do want to ask Sarah. Sure. You said that you hate Santino Ferrucci. I do. Denny Hamlin won the Coca-Cola 600. Is your hate level similar? For the drivers, different one no, above the other. Not at all. I love to hate Denny Hamlin. Oh, cool. Ooh. So I don't, I don't dislike him. As like a, oh, you just enjoy not liking. Yeah, him. Santino, yeah. you just. I literally cannot stand if he fell off the face of the earth. I wouldn't care. So like, if they're both in a room, you and you had to punch one. Santino, you're punching Santino. Absolutely. No, I love to date. <laughs> Breaking news. Sarah, say that again. You heard it here first. Sarah and Dennis. <laughs> Ship it. Sarah Hamlin has a nice whoa, ring whoa, whoa. to it. Oh, no. <laughs> I love to hate Denny Hamlin. Okay. Thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. I need a second to recover from that. <laughs> to tag off of that while you recover, it is it is fun to find drivers to hate. Yeah. That's like one of the main draws when I was starting yeah. with NASCAR. Like Kyle Busch, ooh, I'm going to hate that because it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, you love to hate him. Back and I watched Kyle Busch win a race live, and we were like, that was kind of cool. You know? Right. Like, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, mm. I don't think anyone predicted Denny Hamlin to win. Even though he was on pole. The race. Yeah. I, didn't he have some problems? I think, yeah, he totally did. I mm-hmm. think everybody didn't everybody have some problems? I think it was the, everyone who, did but Coke. Who, like, survived the race was yeah. going to be. There were, like. Who could stay out the longest? Literally no cars left. All of our drivers, except for Alex Bowman wrecked, who miracul- miraculously, like, finished 10th or something. Yeah, we'll he take was a in top the top 10. 10. Yeah. And he was and the he only was awful. All race. 
I wonder if that had something to do with our enjoyment level of the race. Because I'm going to ask the same question on a scale of one to 10. How would you rate the Coca-Cola 600? We don't have to do that at this moment, but just think no, about I'm it. I will. I'm ready. Okay. Well, I mean, if you go first, I'll be ready. All right. I thought it was an eight. I thought it was a really good race. It was long as crap. It but was. It was It was good racing. Like, so slightly like lower solid... than the Indy 5. Yeah, just because just it was long. Right. That's the only point. It was solid racing. Good passing. Like there were there were incidents. It was like an exciting race to watch. It was yeah. just very, very long. I mean, I after the race, I had to do a little bit of self-reflecting, guys. Oh. Mostly because I wasn't sure how I felt about it. But then I get on Twitter... And everyone is in love with the Coca-Cola 600. Mm-hmm. They thought it was the best race ever since 2005, yada, yada, yada. Charlotte and I was like, is you know a what? great track. It was. Why yeah. am I thinking like that? And I think it was just the length. I wasn't yeah. prepared for it. And your driver And crashed. when your driver goes out, you yeah. tend to maybe not enjoy it as much. For sure. Um, but I thought it was a great race. I After thinking about it a little bit longer, I was like, that was, it was really good a racing. lot of fun. Yeah. For six hours, we were entertained for about five and a half of them probably. Yeah. Yeah. And that's impressive. Yeah, I oftentimes, that's why I ask the question. I have a hard time subtracting driver performance or like final finish and the race. Like I can't, I have to think of those separately. Um, From our driver's perspective, the race was awful. I mean, if you think about it, Chase was out even before they did the the salute to our heroes. Like when they stopped, they red flagged the race for that. That's like halfway. It was early on. So Chase was out before the halfway point. And And he was out. And then as soon as he went out, Ryan, no offense, caused that big wreck and <laughs> took a bunch one. of other people oh out, gosh, including yeah. William Byron, Ryan Blaney. Chase was already out. It's hard. Having said that, though, to Sarah's point, Charlotte is such a good track. It really is. There was action. There was excitement. It's obviously a night race, so that's really cool. Um, Yeah, it was long. It was long. But we got, um, I think, everything that you want to see in a NASCAR race oh, out sure. of it. For me, that's it probably a top three. So wait, yeah. I give it a seven. Nice. I would like to give it... um. An eight. I'm going to go with Sarah. It's slightly under the indie, but I loved it. It's going to be a top three for me at the end of the what year. Do you, what do you think about the people that are arguing to move the all-star race to Charlotte? I think that would take away from Charlotte. I think if it was a race for no points and I mean, it would be a shorter race, right? For the all-star yeah. race. Like they wouldn't do 600 miles for an all-star. I kind of like, though, going back to IndyCar, like they do the Indy Grand Prix, mm-hmm. and then at the end of the month, that's at the beginning of May, mm-hmm. at the end of May, they do the 500. I get it, different tracks, same place, but you could do something similar. I mean, you could do the Charlotte Roval as your all-star race, and then do the Charlotte Oval as your Coca-Cola 600, or just do the Oval twice. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I feel like one's that. for a million dollars, and one's for the winner, you win the Coca-Cola 600. Yeah. I think the the fans would love to just get it out of Texas. Get it out of Texas. Delete Please. Texas. As I mean, a, even Bristol was better a couple years ago. I was going to say, like, why don't we do it at a short track? It would have been better at Dover. It would have literally been better anywhere. God bless Ryan Blaney for winning and keeping that race entertaining. <laughs> Texas was trash. I'm on the team of uh, let's just have it rotating. Let's, yeah, let's go like, different years, yeah. different tracks. And I think that's what the drivers or, agreed on, too. What about Miami? We My- don't do the championship there anymore. Do well, the all-star race there. The drivers would love I to love go to Miami Homestead. for a weekend. I know that. What? A little Homestead Miami action. That'd be such a good all-star race. That'd be so fun. It's Miami. Miami can host an all-star. What about Vegas? For sure. Come on, people. Yeah, I like that. I think that this year the fans have been vocal enough about it that you might not see the well, all-star race I, in Texas next year. I saw something that like Texas Motor Speedway or whatever they call it yeah. tweeted like 
weeks ago, maybe months ago. Like, don't forget to renew your all I saw that. for next year. And they deleted the tweet. Uh, yeah. ah! I saw that. T. T about Colton Herman. Wait, what'd you say the last name? That's Big T. What oh, that yeah. Say? That's T, Colty. That's T, Colty. <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to spill some tea. So, Texas Motor Speedway, that's T, Colty. <laughs> <laughs> but back to the Coke 600. Yeah. Good job, Dennis. I mean, whatever. I mean, should we talk about the damage repair clock? Jeez Louise. I don't know if we should, honestly. I'll just be fired up. I don't let's under- get I you don't, fired up. Let's I talk about it, Becca. I, Let okay. the people know how you feel. Being a Chase Elliott fan, did I even pick Chase to win? I think I think you did. Being a Chase Elliott fan, this was a hard one for me. But I would also like to tell you that Bubba Wallace had the same issue. I'm not necessarily a Bubba fan, but... For all those haters out there, like, oh, she's just saying that because that's Chase. Okay. Whatever happened to Chase happened. I don't even remember. A tire went down, probably. Wasn't it? What do they call it? Uh, something within the tire. It wasn't the tire itself. It doesn't I forget matter. the name of it. He had, to go to, he had to go to pit road and get it fixed. As soon as he gets to pit road, the damage repair clock starts. They get six minutes. They were working on it and working on it and working on it. He was going to go a couple laps down. We knew that. And then right when he was about to go out, they have he would have to go out and meet a minimum speed that NASCAR gives them. And if he meets it, then he can continue to race. Yes. He was going to do that. <clears throat> was he going to meet minimum speed? I don't know. But he was at least we'll going to attempt. Know. Ryan Blaney brings out the yellow, which in my opinion should stop the damage repair clock because Chase then doesn't have the opportunity to go out and meet minimum speed. They're already doing in minimum speed under yellow. Yeah. The clock kept, clock kept going. He, I don't even think, went out, or if he did, was just doing those laps of yellow. And then they're like, yep, clock ran out. You're done. Take it to the garage. I don't like it. It was a hard pill to swallow. It just seemed wrong. It didn't seem right. It's just because we we never even, like, knew if his car was okay. Yeah, they didn't cover it well. We didn't know what was going on until we saw the shot of him driving to the garage. And then the same thing happened to Bubba, where I don't I don't even know why, though, because Bubba didn't have any damage on his car. So why they brought him in and started a damage repair clock, I'm just not even sure. So if you're Bubba or you're a Bubba fan, I'm really sorry, because that does suck. Yeah. Um, so it was a poor, poor timed yellow. Thanks, Ryan. Sarah's silent. Really to be like that sometimes. But, and we, we didn't even get an interview out of Chase. No. He went straight to the garage, and then he went, I don't know, he hopped on his plane and flew away. I don't know what he did, but yeah, he, he obviously no. was mad about it because he, he disappeared quickly. Well, uh, he still stepped out of that race number one in points. So Let's go. That's cool. Uh, William Byron, though, was quickly approaching, but William also DNF'd, so that didn't help his cause. Um, Brian Blaney actually went down in points after last week, so he needs to have a big race today. Come on. Let's get a um, win, Ryan. Which we'll talk about later. Anything else on the Coca-Cola 600? Denny Hamlin won. I don't really remember the end, to be honest. I, I don't have anything about the race, per se. But I do think we need to talk about our pizza. Oh. Pizza. No, pizza. Just another wrinkle in the old race day. Yeah. Are we? Yeah, let's go. Tell, okay. tell the people. Okay. So between the Indy 500 and the Coca-Cola 600, um, there was like a little time gap. Yeah, like nice little 30 minute window. Yeah, pre-race for Coca-Cola 600 was starting and we had ordered pizza um, at the end of the Indy 500. Like maybe even during the it was, red. It was during. Yeah. Oh, 
Good red flag, IndyCar. Yeah, we were, like, we were like, let's yes, order pizza. And we already had some like issues at this particular pizza place that will remain nameless. I'm, I might name them. Oh my. But like also it's really good pizza. It's really good. And it's buy one, get one free. And we had people coming Bogo. over. Go And so we, we got four pizzas and we only paid for two. There was five of us. And and just to be clear, we ordered two cheese and two, two pepperoni. pepperonis. Two of those were free. And Michael uh, graciously, you have to pick up them to get the buy one, get one free. Michael said, I'll go pick them up. Absolutely. For free pizza, in between, I'll do anything. In between the... Um, the two races so we had plenty of time yep we had other food and snacks and we were like making the transition getting all the snacks out and stuff michael went to go get the pizza right no problem comes back four pizzas in hand we're all like starting to eat and snack and watch the the grid walk and everything yep and our friend heather grabs the like pizza receipt and she's looking at it very she observant goes, she goes why does it say mushroom and we're like I don't know. And then yeah, we, we noticed right. we noticed that the name says Christine. And we're like, none of us are Christine. We ordered this under my name, under Sarah. And that's what Michael said when he went to pick Made it up. It very clear that I was here for Sarah. Yeah. So <laughs> even had her credit card. Yeah, literally. So um we're like, uh, let's check the pizza. So we open the first box, it's cheese. Open the second box, pepperoni. Perfect. Open the third box, it's cheese. We're there. Fourth box. Mushroom. mushroom can you believe it like oh no like this really sucks thinking and courtney christine oh christine <laughs> i think it was courtney i think it's courtney courtney sorry <laughs> whoever you are we honestly don't care we took your pizza so so we're like we're trying to like you know figure it out in our heads and we're like it was a free pizza technically we can pick off the mushrooms like we don't like mushroom pizza and yeah. who wants that when you're like have your heart set on a pepperoni pizza it's very disappointing to and, open up and to we're just mushroom. trying to like you know reason so we still have about 20 minutes until the race starts you know and we're like let's just call them and see like if they even will give us like this new yeah. pizza or whatever maybe they can put it in the oven a while so if some somebody goes back and Looking get it they mushrooms. don't have to wait you know so we're like calling we're immediately put on hold and then we can't get through to them so we like hung up the phone and we're all trying to call and we're we're getting busy signals and we're like oh my gosh like this is annoying and michael's finally like i'll just go and get like the pizza, see what they can do. Yeah. And we're like, okay, like whatever, like go quick, like race starts soon. And so he goes, and maybe it didn't even take that long, but like no, 10 minutes it's later. Only a three yeah, minute it's drive. Super close. Um, 10 minutes later, he comes down into the basement. That's where we're watching the race, pizza in hand, and he goes, They uh basically told me to to go home, that they can't do anything, and that we're just stuck with this mushroom pizza. And I thought there was going to be a riot in the basement. We were like, are you kidding me? Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, they, they told me to keep the, the mushroom. It's our fault. We, we can't get the pepperoni. And, like, we all were just, like, flabbergasted. And then finally he goes, I'm kidding, and opens up the pizza, and it's a pepperoni pizza. Gotcha. All, they, they said that they were looking for the mushroom pizza. They had a pepperoni ready, and they just gave us that. Okay? The story's not over. Oh. Maybe about an hour and a half into the race, into the longest race in the history of racing, I get a phone call from the pizza place. And they're like, hey, um, are you ever going to come and pick up your pizzas? And I called them back because I didn't answer it originally. I called them back and I was like, we picked them up an hour and a half ago. Like, we have our food. They were like, oh, okay, great. And I was like, we actually have been there twice since then. But... All's well that ends well. We got all of our pizzas. The pepperoni pizza is still in our fridge in the basement. One piece taken out of it. Oh. No, I ate some yesterday. Oh, awesome. I'll probably eat some later. Uh, for those keeping track at home, that is a week old. 
It's fine. It was it's, delicious. It's so good. It's been in the fridge. But pizza doesn't go bad. Can I, can I paint my side of the story Please since do. we're on this big pizza topic? Okay, so I, I go back to this little shop that will remain nameless for some reason. But anyway, I go in there with this disgusting mushroom pizza in hand. And I'm like, um, yeah, I was just here literally, I don't know, 20, 10 minutes ago, whatever it is. Um, picked up an order for Sarah. You gave me the four pizzas, uh, but it turned out to be the wrong one. And I was like, this is a mushroom. And then as soon as I say that, the guys in the back and the lady up front, they're like, the mushroom! <laughs> they were looking for this mushroom pizza, this mystery pizza, because I guess Courtney came in looking for it, but I had it the whole time. So I thought that was funny. All right. They were all excited to see the mushroom. Luckily, they were very nice about it. They're like, yeah, here's pepperoni right now. Boom. Done. Um, but I just want to say they're super, super unorganized. Yeah. If you can't tell from the story. <laughs> She's answering seven different phone calls at once, yeah. taking 10 different orders at once. And it was just, it was just a long day so for them. It's really no surprise that, you know, our order got mixed up, but, but it's fine. It I all really worked go out for a pepperoni pizza right now. I'm hungry. We can make some later. <laughs> and thank you for listening to our pizza party <laughs> podcast. podcast. Okay, so Michael wasn't actually kidding. We are having pizza for lunch. We're we quite are. hungry. But before we uh, leave the beginning part of the podcast, this episode, um, two races today. They both have just about the same start time. I think it's one's 3.45 and one's 3.42. Cutting um, it close. So we have IndyCar today on the streets of Detroit, Belle Isle, as they call it, for the last time in the IndyCar series. And we have NASCAR on a new track, two only NASCAR. Uh, it's the Worldwide Technology Raceway. Some call Bomberito. Some call the Automotive Bomberito Group something something. Sarah calls it her favorite track. I, it is truly my favorite. I don't know how Wait, it's really? Gonna, I didn't no, know this. I don't know about NASCAR yet. I don't oh. know about NASCAR yet. It is, like, probably... I'm gonna make a bold statement. Say it. I hate bold statements. That's fine. It is probably number one on my IndyCar bucket list. Mm. I love it. Ever since that I'm not sure. Bold. Was that before was... or after you went to the 500? After, post, obviously. Yeah. Um, you go. You've already checked that off. Yeah. yeah so yeah. now this one moved. I was just clarifying. That's um, a good clarification. I believe I, I may have to fact check this, but the 2018 could have been 17, could have been 19 race that IndyCar went there when Joseph won and hit Simon Pagano and like oh my gosh my I swear I kid you not I watched that like on YouTube it's on YouTube I watch it often it's so good it's my favorite race of all time wow it's incredible and so I'm hoping that like NASCAR really performs there and that it's awesome because I love 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 IndyCars there bold i kind of wish that indycar was there today. yeah you're making me, me too excited. i keep i keep getting it confused in my brain makes me um, nervous i keep getting excited that it is indycars there and it's not they already went there right no oh they have not yet where was the first oval texas yes oh yeah i'm excited i love this race so racetrack we'll see how nascar hopefully they can go there i don't know i don't standards i'm today, not feeling Sarah. super hopeful about know. nascar's on the track but it's okay we'll see yeah, it could deliver. Yeah, we'll see. Pract uh, practice and qualifying for NASCAR was pretty uneventful yesterday. Nothing happened except for Chase Briscoe's on the pole. Um, Good old Chase Brisket. Yeah, do you guys want to do IndyCar picks first or NASCAR? Yeah, IndyCar. Let's All do right, it. IndyCar, Detroit. Detroit. Yesterday during qualifying, there was a red flag that screwed some people. 
That's fine. It Joseph happens. Newgarden laid down a lap. That man was driving like, to be honest, an idiot. He was inches away from the wall. That's how they the drive. Speed. That's how they drive in Detroit. Detroit is historically a very bumpy track, so it's a very aggressive race for the drivers um, physically. Uh, Colton Herta also drove with the vengeance, like Newgarden. Um, but he, I don't remember where he qualified, to be quite honest with you. But Colton with the good car is back on track today. Joseph starting P1. Alex has been fastest all weekend. Connor's had a good qualifying attempt. I think those are all our drivers. I'll turn it over to Michael. Who do you have today winning uh, in Detroit for IndyCar? I like the Detroit race right after 500 because I think people are going to come out with a little bit more of a uh, attitude. If they didn't perform the way they wanted in the Indy 500, they've got something to prove. Um, and I think Joseph falls in that category. Mm-hmm. I am picking him to take home this race. He is going to win in Detroit. Okay. Easy to do. I think it's been done four times from the poll. I- I'm going to just say mine right now. I agree with you. Come on I over. Think Joseph's going to win. Um, I think they'll probably be passing behind. I think he's going to take off and nobody's going to be able to catch up to him. And I think it'll be – I think there'll be a few cautions – but I don't think it. I think he'll just take off every time. I mean, I don't know where Colty's starting, but uh, he's going to be coming. Colty? Yeah, Colty. I would like to see Colty win. I'm just. I'm picking Joseph, but Colton's going to try his his darndest to take it. That would be three wins this season from Joseph. Yeah. Easy. Okay. No. I think that only one. No, I don't think so. You, Joseph? I've predicted one, and he won the first race of the year. Did he not? No, Scott McLaughlin did. He won the second race of the year. So does Scott. No, Scott won two in a row. No. Yeah. I think yeah. Joseph, Joseph yeah. won when we watched it in Chili's that one day. Yeah. That's that his was, that only was his win. first win. It was Scott, Scott, and then whatever. But Joseph has only won once. Are you sure? Positive. We'll fact check that. Um, we are currently looking this statistic up on our phones. Please stand by. All right. So the first race, St. Pete, Scott won. Scotty Mac. The Grand Prix of Alabama, Pado won. Pado? Long Beach, Joseph. Joseph. Chili's? Yeah. Nice. And then it was Colty. Texas, Joseph. Ah, yes! Scott, I could have sworn Two in a row. Scott won twice, though. Maybe I'm thinking like pole and then the race. Did he win pole for the first race? Probably. Yeah, he's won pole a couple times. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Well, Joseph's going to win Sorry, his third race this season today. <laughs> Maybe Scott will win. Um, speaking of Scott, I think Scott Dixon is one of those people that is driving with a vengeance yeah. as well, which I think I've said It was his times. race to lose. Um, I'm not remembering where he qualified, uh, but I think that you could see him pass some cars today. Um, I'm going to go with – this is just bold, and I'm picking him because he had a big week, and he's my favorite driver, and he was fastest on track all weekend. I'm going to go with Rossi starting nice. 12th. I'm not sure what the passing is going to look like in Detroit, but I feel like um, my guy is good at passing, and I'm going to pick him to pass 11 cars today, including Joseph. Do it for McLaren. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. That's bold. Bold. We need bold on the pod. We do need bold. On the track (laughs) that Sarah loves so much, Worldwide Technology Raceway, NASCAR performs for the first time. You have Chase Briscoe on pole. Yeah. Hendrick didn't qualify very well at all. I don't even What's know. What's wrong with Hendrick, man? Something's going on in there. Not sure. What I saw Chase was, what, 16th? Mm-hmm. Right smack dab in the middle. Mm-hmm. We Pretty, making our picks? Yeah. Shall I go first? Yeah. 
I mean, guys, come on. <laughs> 16th doesn't mean a thing to me. He's winning it. <laughs> Chase Elliott, come on into the, what do they call it? Victory lane, baby. I think I'm going to go with one of those drivers that hasn't won yet. So I'm going to go with like Tyler Reddick. The ones you hate the most? The ones that I hate the most, I think might Tyler Reddick. be victorious today. I don't know. I guess I'm just going to see how he does. All right. <laughs> I think it's going to be a Penske driver. Ooh. And I think it'll probably be Joey. Really? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Joey was fast this weekend. None of us have faith but, in Blaney? But regardless, well, I mean, I do. I think it'll be a Penske driver. I think they'll be strong all day. Okay. So Austin, Ryan, or Joey. But I'm leaning towards Joey. Okay. Okay. Joey, Tyler Reddick, and Chase Elliott. I mean, did have you seen the Hooters car? It looks sick. I like it a lot. It's white. A car like that has to win. Yeah, I like it. It has to win. I don't know. I'm getting free wings from Hooters tomorrow. Go all. <laughs> if he wins. If he wins. I probably won't. I don't know. We'll see who gets it done on this oval today in NASCAR. Detroit today in IndyCar. I'm super excited. I don't even know what screen I'm going to be looking at when the green flag drops. Yeah, our but... watching experience, we haven't even talked about it. We're going to be on a couch with two screens, guys. Two TVs, two races, one great time. You guys ready? I was born ready. You ready, ready, Sarah? I'm ready. All right. We will be back after this double feature race day. Stay tuned. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everyone. Hey, guys. We're back. We are back. Back and better than ever. Two races later. And about... Four, three, four hours? Three Not hours? bad. Three hours there? We could have done that again and still had the same Coca-Cola race. <laughs> All right. Where do you want to start? Wow. I think we should start with the beautiful pizzas that we made. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about pizza enough on this Sorry. Part. My favorite food. <laughs> it is? Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, you don't know how to cut one. Okay. We'll talk about that later as well. <laughs> Uh, I think we should start with the beautiful, beautiful island of Bell. <laughs> the Isle. For one final time, IndyCars were. I got a Bell little emotional Isle. today, guys. Did you? One final time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Speaking of one final time, like, did Jimmy Johnson do anything? <laughs> he got out of the way of the, the, oh, yeah. the winners at the end. Yeah, all right, so. Team Penske dominated today in both series. They it did. was willpower on top after the IndyCar race. And uh, Ryan Blaney on top. Nope. <laughs> wow. We <laughs> wish. My heart was set on Ryan Blaney. Yeah, we, we really wanted it. Uh, it was Joey Logano. Joey Logano. For Team Penske. What sliced bread. That is his name. Uh, Sarah, what were your thoughts on IndyCar today? I liked it. I thought it was entertaining. Good Definitely an exciting finish. I didn't think Rossi was going to do it, but I was cheering for him. Why? Not enough time. Not enough time. And there was too many things to do. <laughs> like what? Not enough push to pass. And even if he caught up to Will, I don't think he Will passed. had so much push to pass left. And I don't think he would have been able to get by him. Wow. What a Debbie Downer you are. Second place for Rossi is a victory. A great finish. It puts him seventh in the championship standing. Yeah, well, he jumped, what, four spots, I think? Which is, yeah. Which is pretty big. Which is crazy. Yeah. He's on uh, ahead of Colton Herta now, which is also crazy. And, and he's going into a, a track a, that's a, good for him. Where he most likely is going to win. 
Whoa. <laughs> I'm saying it right now. Whoa. Catch me on the pod next week when I say that again. <laughs> it's really cool for Rossi. I mean, it's really cool for Will as well. Um, the strategy worked out in his favor, uh, and he had a fast little Verizon car there. He did. Um, so that was good. There were no yellows. Sarah said before we started recording that she wished there had been some more yellows uh, to shake things up a little. Spice things up a little bit. Yeah, or the rain. I was kind of hoping for the rain. I'd rather have a yellow than rain. But one at the end would have spiced it up a little, made it more fun. But I, I had a lot of fun watching this race. I had multiple times because we had the NASCAR race on the TV and we had the IndyCar race on the TV. And I just am comparing it constantly the entire time. And it's like, man, I'm having so much more fun right now watching the IndyCar race than I am the NASCAR race. I think it's something like because we get NASCAR every week, having an IndyCar race on is just like a treat. Yeah. It's just special. I really enjoyed watching the lap times uh, and the time difference between Rossi and Power uh, decrease. I thought that was a lot of fun. And exciting. And Michael said something very interesting. I'll let him explain uh, about the announcers compared to NASCAR. I feel like I tuned out for the entire first half of the NASCAR race so that I could focus on the IndyCar race, which is not a surprise to me. Um, no surprise there. But what were you saying about the announcers? Yeah, Shout out I mean, to our man Hinge. For the most part, we had the NASCAR TV muted. But as soon as the IndyCar race ended and we went to NASCAR, I could just instantly feel the difference and the, the commentating, the whatever was going on in the booth, just the way the races were like portrayed to us, the way that they were, it was just so much more intense and more exciting to listen to the IndyCar race than was the NASCAR race. Like I literally, I remember saying that I'm, I'm bored, but I don't feel that way when it's just NASCAR. But having the comparison and knowing like, they're like painting us a picture in IndyCar. Like they were like saying storylines or saying this and that. They're telling us all these strategies and it just made you feel like I, it almost felt like I was in a movie. Like I'm just watching the story unfold. And, uh, and then we went over to good old Clint and wall trip. And it was just like, <laughs> the IndyCar announcers were eating corn dogs during the race. That just proves that just shows how professional, like they can do that and eat corn dogs. I just, I don't know. I really, really enjoyed listening to them. They make it like more exciting. Yeah. There's some top quality announcers. Yeah. It's great. So for all you NASCAR fans, maybe watch some IndyCar races, become a, become both. It was fun to have that double screen feature. I do agree. I like that. Uh, but first stage, and NASCAR was a mystery to me. Have no idea. Yeah, me too. And then there was the, all of this craziness it that happened wild. in the Cup Series with Ross Chastain, of all people. Heather, if you're listening, that's your guy. Honestly, return the shirt when you get it. <laughs> if it ever comes, just send that thing back in the mail. He had a post-race interview, obviously, if you tuned in. Um, there were some incidents on track that involved him uh, just kind of driving into people. Uh, he wrecked Denny. Uh, he was wrecked responsible Chase. for Chase. Um, and then Ricky Stenhouse was also responsible for another contact with Chase. But then there was some retaliation, which was probably the most comical thing I've seen in NASCAR uh, by Denny Hamlin. And yeah. then by Chase and Denny together. Yeah, at one point they were tag team teaming him. That was really pretty iconic. Pretty funny. And at the end, in his interview, he was like, yeah, that's my fault. I don't know why I was driving like that. Yeah, that's... I kind of, I kind of felt bad for. So did him. I. He like was I really taking it hard. I was excited to like be mad at him and watch his interview. And I would have still been mad at him if he was like, "Yeah, they're just racing like idiots," and but I he, like, knew everything. But he like owned up to him. And then I was like, "Oh, poor guy." Yeah. 
Have a bad day. Everybody has bad days. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. Shout out Hannah Montana. I don't really feel bad for him. You wrecked my driver. I'm mad at you. I don't feel bad for him either, but I'm not really mad at him anymore. Okay. (laughs) I'm not really. I'm not really mad at him. I just. He he was almost. He was borderline in tears, feeling so bad. He's saying he needs to apologize to half the field. He keeps making the same mistake over and over again. Like he was really beating himself up about it tonight. Like I'm actually going to take a step down to me and me and Martin are going to take a break. Martin, 600 starts in the Cup Series today. Thought he could what do it. What a milestone. It, and then didn't do it. And neither did Ryan Blaney. No. Ryan never really, he but was in this position and never did anything with it. My pick did win. Which is, let's give it up for Thank Sarah. You. That rarely happens for us. It, it, it only like, happened a few times. Towards the end, I was really regretting my pick. Yeah, you weren't even happy that he won. No, not even. But. I mean, I was happy that he won over Kyle Busch. Oh, yeah, for sure. I enjoyed okay. the finish. The finish was great. That yeah. overtime was one of the better overtimes I've seen. Yeah. I don't even know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not, but overtime <laughs> <laughs> overtime finishes are they exciting. They passed each other three times. That it was, was cool. It was going to give Ryan just another opportunity, and, and then Ryan, I don't know, blew it. It's not our fault he doesn't take the opportunity. Ian texted us afterwards and said, we hate the tires Yeah, these NASCAR. tires stink. And, you know, they do. They do. Ryan Blaney cut a tire today, uh, and it was a miracle that he recovered from that. Yeah, that's true. Good on you, YRB. Good on you. Do we, I mean, should we rate the, the races? Sure. We, we always the, do we it. We did the other two. All right, so IndyCar, Detroit, Belle Isle, one final time, zero, or, yeah, zero to ten, Michael. It's incredible. I mean, this may be, I can't give it higher than when I gave Indy 500. Like, yes, you can. No, I can't. It was the Indy 500. But it may be re- – I mean, we watched it an hour ago. So it feels a lot more cool in my mind. Um, I've, I loved every minute of it. There wasn't a single part of the race where I was, like, checked out. I didn't take a nap today. Like, I did. Like, I was engaged watching this the whole time. Um, I'm going to say it. Just for today. We're not comparing it to Indy 500. But today's experience, I feel like giving it a high – like. That's a nine. Yeah. I'm giving it a nine. The last one in Detroit, Belle Isle, nine. Okay. I respect that. Yeah. Nobody said we're comparing it. It's its own race. If Rossi won it, I'm giving it a 10. Yeah. Me and too. I have to, and that's just the truth. Me too. That would have been quite the, the drive for him. I think it was still quite the drive for him. I'm going to give it an eight. I enjoyed watching. Big score from you. The strategy uh, come to play with the two stopper versus three stopper. Early and the on. different types of tires that were being used. Um, I thought that was really interesting, so I'll give it an eight. I, I like willpower. I'm happy for him. Uh, I don't like him to win all the time, but I do like a good willpower win, and he seemed really happy to jump in that fountain. So His he wife was, didn't. No. He was so excited about that. He was, like, playing like a little kid he in He was, there. like a little Loved kid it. in the sand. Well, Sarah, do you have a score? Uh, Yeah. I'm going to give it a 7.5, I think. All right. It was good. Yeah. Entertaining. Great end. Could have just used a little bit more, like, things to shake it up, I think. Caution, rain, anything like that. That was, like, I was more expecting that, I think. I can see that. Yeah. And on the NASCAR side of things, we'll have to see. I guess we'll report next week on the championship standings and the point standings. Mm. But I think that's going to shake up a lot because of today. Yeah, um, a lot yeah. of. I don't. Then, anybody else want to go first? Yeah. I'm going to give it a seven. Missouri, seven, your favorite I, track? I love 
gateway. I saw a tweet that said they should add it to the playoff mm. run. Would love it. I thought it produced really good racing, really tight racing. Um, yeah. Wish it was a night race. Night. I think any night race, you add a point. For sure. A whole point, not even a half a point. No, yeah. That, no matter um, what it is, you just give it an extra point. Yeah, but I thought it was good. Enjoyed it. I um I love the little dramas and storylines that were building up with Ross and the rest of the field. I like at some points was laughing at what was happening, which is a good sign that it was entertaining. I am going to give this a solid score of seven point seven five. Wow. It's not quite an eight, not quite a seven point five. Very specific. I know. Uh, I'm gonna give it a six. That's what I got for it. I was entertained by the drama, score. but if that hadn't have happened, it would have been a boring just race. a boring race. Good finish. Exciting finish. Overtime. That's good. Uh, but it just makes me look forward to Indy cars there. Not sure it worked for NASCAR. Yeah. What did Chase finish today? 26th? 21st. Uh, well, I'm going to change mine to a 2.1. <laughs> That's my final score. We're separating drivers from the race. Not possible. Okay. Okay. I'm just, I'm just going to be truthful and honest for all of our listeners. All three of them. <laughs> I know, guys. Tell your friends to listen to the podcast. We're doing some good. We're putting in some good shifts here, guys. Just hit play. <laughs> Overall, great race day. I, I enjoyed it all. The experience of the couch and the two TVs at once. It just, you know, amplifies the fun. It does. I'm looking at next week's schedule. I think next week might be a similar situation. Oh, really? I could be wrong. Sonoma and... Road America? Road America. I wish they wouldn't do that. I know they don't have any control over that, but I feel like I did enjoy today, but I find it kind of stressful to I like agree. have to focus on both. I missed the first half of the NASCAR race. And well, that's because you fell asleep. Well, yeah, but I was definitely more tuned into the IndyCar race. I, that you know was what? definitely I, the more entertaining of the two, and so I, I would have loved to watch both I agree. with I, full attention. All right, well, you get your wish next week. IndyCar's at 12.30 and NASCAR's at 4. Oh, oh good. That oh, is good, better. Good, good. I was going to say, a day race and a night race would be the perfect Yeah. So we have that going for us, I guess. Very good. Very good. Very good. Michael's going to go watch the Celtics play tonight in 40 minutes. Oh, yeah. Go off. We, uh, you know, we're big basketball people around here. Right, guys? No. Mm-hmm. No? Mm-mm. No, I mean, they, she, Becca sometimes will say go team, so she tells me she supports the Celtics from a distance. I will be watching. It'll be a great night. I also got to watch USA Soccer. Today's just a big sports <laughs> day for they me. Got, they, it was zero to zero. Who would want to watch that? <sighs> People that don't appreciate soccer just don't get it. I don't get it. One man had green hair. Like, well, that, I don't get that either. But, yeah, that's weird. Like, I don't know. Neon green hair. And also, every time I looked over at that screen, somebody was like taking an injury on the ground. Okay, now you're falling just... over, crashing into each other. It took twenty minutes to tie a shoe again. They don't have a protection of cars; they can't just run into each other and drive off. And speaking of cars, this is a racing podcast, so I think we'll, oh, it is, we'll, it is, we'll it cut is. it there. I, I will update you about the Celtics next week if you want me to. Of course we do. So, uh, we do. with that being said, this th- has been episode. That's going to wrap it up. Thirteen. Thinking straightly. Is that an unlucky number or a lucky it number? Is an because some people say it's their favorite number. No, it's unlucky. I can't think of any driver that drives thirteen. Because it's probably unlucky, and drivers are so superstitious. The unlucky podcast. We're unlucky. We didn't win any money today. 
We also races. we also didn't play today. Sarah was the luckiest with Joey winning. I was up there. Rossi came in second. He was my pick. Do can we think of a running tally of our successful picks in the podcast? I think it was only one more that Becca picked, and it was like someone stupid, like Cause I, or something. Because I've gotten Joseph an IndyCar. Okay, the race. I think it's two. And, and you got Logano. Two for NASCAR, one for IndyCar. We so each, and we each had one. Yeah. All right. Wow. Maybe who's gonna win at the end of the season? We'll keep track of that. We'll okay. Do, I'm gonna do a better job of that so we can have a running. It's t- gonna be rough when like two of us pick the same person and that every week win, we do that. Yeah. Then, yeah, I know. But the end of the season is gonna be well, guys. We each got one. <laughs> no one picks <laughs> the winner. Never get one right now. Wait, didn't you already say your pick for next week? It's Rossi. So is mine. So ah, uh, crud. <laughs> well, we each get the point. <laughs> Absolute clinics. Uh, as the people say. Actually, with the early start for next week, I'm not sure we'll be able to record ahead of time for any oh, car. Yeah. So, Rossi, Rossi, <laughs> going in without a glimpse. Where are they going? Long Beach? Road America. Road America? Oh, no. You're prepared. Road America? Road America. Rossi's home. Away from home. I can tell you who's who's good there as well. <clears throat> I'm still picking Rossi. Excuse me. May I pick? You may. Colton Herta. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Scott Dixon. Oh, <laughs> he was the, he was my other one. He's oh there, really? Yeah. See, you guys got all this no, prior knowledge. No shot anyone else wins. Wow. You want to put like a real a real I'll bet a on real that? Bet on it. Five dollars that Rossi finishes higher than Scott. Oh, oh, I like that. Finishes higher. Doesn't even have to win. Either way, and if he if, wins, if he Scott wins Dixon, higher. If Scott Dixon finishes higher than Rossi, you give me five bucks. I'll give you five bucks. You want to make this official? Can we, instead of five bucks, can we do a Starb- uh, Dunkin', Dunkin, drink. Dunkin' gift card? A $5 gift card? $5 Dunkin'? I'll allow it. Becca, you are the witness. Fans, we just shook hands <laughs> and uh, her thumb cracked. They just shook on it. It is official. $5 on Scott or Rossi or whatever. Whoa, do you want to get in on it? I don't. Okay. I'm going to watch in peace and not, know, not owe anybody money. Five uh, Dunkin' $5 gift card. I can't wait to get more coffee. Thank you, Sarah. No and way. thanks for tuning in to episode 13. Thank you, guys. 13. We hope you enjoyed the races as much as we did, and we'll be back next week. See ya. Bye. Michael, take it away. Thank you for listening to Thinking Straightly. You can find our show anywhere podcasts are streamed. For more content, you can follow us on Instagram at Thinking Straightly or on Twitter at T underscore Straightly. On Twitter, you can also check out our personal accounts at Rebecca underscore Garner 5, at Serendipity 021, and at NASCAR underscore New Guy 9. That's me. And a special thanks to Alex Gruel for providing the music for our show.